Oh, yeah. Okay. We're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. And uh, in the studio, Jeremiah Hill. How we doing, man? Hey, Bobby. It's all good, man. How's it good, man? How's it going? How you been, man? Well, God is good, man. Bless. You know, just, yeah. you know, Bobby, yeah. uh, we're sitting here reminiscing. Yeah, we've been and, going way back, huh? Yes, sir. Been a long time coming, Yeah, huh? man. You got me. You got me on the spindle, brother. <laughs> Oh boy, you know yeah, back goes. in the neighborhood. Yeah, I was in the neighborhood with you. We was talking about uh, some of that stuff that was going on in the neighborhood. Yes, some sir. of the fellas and some of the gals, and you know, and all of that. It was fun, man. It fun time, good. great time. Well, man, welcome to the show, bro. Man, you go way, like I say, way back. Way back. Bro. And uh, you grew up here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yes, sir. Right. What schools did you go to coming up? Well, uh, 
with John Barrows all the way up to Robert Frost. I went to Barrows too. Yeah, yeah, John. You know, everybody had to do that Barrows thing mm-hmm. up over on the Martin Luther King. Now it's not yeah. Cincinnati anymore. Right. And uh, Edison played football. Edison, uh, Edison Eagle. What position you play over I there? I played middle linebacker. Middle, okay. Oh, you—they call it the monster man. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Got to go chase that guy with the ball. You're right, right. Yeah, and I had Dick Buckus, uh, number fifty-one. Okay. Yeah. You wanted that number. I wanted that number. Yeah. You know, Bobby. Uh, all in the neighborhood over where we grew up. You know, uh, everybody had a Dallas Cowboy number or a Chicago Bear number. Uh, you know, certain guys like Billy Bridge, he was the MVP, mm-hmm. MVP for Edison, uh, one of the first, the first made history out there uh, at Edison uh, as an MVP, most mm-hmm. valuable player at uh, tackle. And he had Bob Lilly's number. Oh, really? So, yeah, Dallas Cowboys, okay. Bob Lilly. And then, you know, two tall Jones. And so we were all trying to trip like that with these, uh, you know, famous you know, Bob Hayes. Yeah, yeah. Bob Hayes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bullet yeah. Hayes, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. he was a fast man right there back in the day. So, yeah, we did that thing, and, you know, Edison and on, and then Otis Autry got me because, you know, I was a disaster yeah. in, in school, man, and he helped me get on through that thing. He <laughs> did, huh? Mr. Autry. Mr. Autry, yeah. Good he man. called. He, I went to his class. Yeah. Good man. Great man, you know. Yes, sir. And uh, Mr. Autry taught, taught a whole lot of people. He was a good man. I mm-hmm. loved. I loved Miss Daughtry. Right, I right, right. See him today. So, so him. you was you graduated from Edison? Yeah, nineteen seventy eight class of seventy eight, and I I went the alternative way. Miss Daughtry taught me down at Longfellow, and uh, because I, you know, I was too into the music radio thing to behave at school and normal classes. Yeah. So that's kind of how I disappeared. So how did you how did you get into radio, man? At first, how well, how did that come about? Well, that started at uh, Edison, actually. It and, did? And, and, mm-hmm, and right after the football season, uh, your cousin, Daryl. I know. Daryl told, kind of told me some of the story. <laughs> you and him, huh? Yeah, Daryl and my and myself. Daryl Garner. Uh, Daryl Garner and yeah. Dr. Soul had a classmate that lived on our in our neighborhood, on our block, uh, Mr. Austin. I don't know if you remember Mr. Austin. Oh, he remember lived me. right trying... there next to uh, the Allens on the on okay, the okay. very end of the corner. Right. About three, we were three doors down from, from that corner house. But uh, Mr. Austin was an educator, as you know. Uh, or Yeah, I, I know. You... Yeah, I remember now. Yes, yeah, Mr. I Austin, remember. he was a school teacher. Right. And he was uh, Dr. So's classmate. So Dr. So would come by in the K Cool bus. Do you remember the little uh, blue the blue bus the, blue with the bus, funky yeah. penguin, penguin funky, on there? Right, and right exactly. Daryl and all of us in the neighborhood would see that bus there. And get uh, excited. Huh? Get excited, man. And we would run because we didn't. You know, we didn't know what he would say to us because you could see all that equipment, kind of like what you have in here mm-hmm. inside. It was that bus actually they could do remote broadcasting from that from mm-hmm. the uh, KKU bus, as I later learned once I got involved. But uh, that's how it all started, and and Doctor Soul just reached out to us, you know, as he had the the Red Shield Saints, and you know we were playing for Andy, mm-hmm. uh, the Trojans, right. Red Shield Trojans, and. So all of that kind of went from this and that and the other. And then my dad and Doc was good friends. My okay. father, Clarence Hale, mm-hmm. senior. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he allowed me to go out to the radio station. And the first trip that I ever took to a radio station was Daryl and myself, your cousin, yeah. to K-Cool out off the Admiral He told me that. He Boulevard. said you and him went out there. We went out there, man, and they was cooking KKUL, the Tower of Super Soul Power. Man, it was a lineup over there at KKUL. 
I mean, like Dr. Soul and uh, Ted Terry, mm-hmm. Ron Alexander. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they, the Dwayne you, Jones. Dwayne Jones and yes, Rappin' yes. Eddie. Rappin', Rappin Eddie. He yeah. was. Eddie Rappin', Harris. Eddie yeah. Harris. He was uh, doing his thing over in uh, Sepulpa with Mike Stevens at KXOJ 1550. Right, exactly. And, uh, but that was, he was one of Doc's protégés. Right. And, and yeah, so it, they were all uh, Rick Call Pepper. Remember Rick? Yeah, Rick we, used, exactly. we used to call him Rick K. Cool Pepper. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so Ted, Ted, K. Ted Cool. Terry, better call Ted Terry out, man. <laughs> Ted Terry, yeah. Ted Terry. Ted Terry. Yeah. Ted, Ted, Ted did, he did a lot of stuff in radio. He did a lot of things. Out there with Stevie yeah. Wonder. Stevie K- Wonder K- Station. K- I remember passing by on Crenshaw mm-hmm. and he was in there DJing at Stevie Wonder's station and you could just drive right up to the window. Yeah, I saw and, the and just look and look at him in there DJing yes. in your car. Yes, I saw You know, you could I just drive those. up and see him DJing and you know, he'd give us a shout out every once in a while. You know, me and Charlie Wilson and all of us we'd ride up to the window. Yeah. The Tulsa set in LA. Oh yeah, man, it was awesome. You guys were representing Yeah, we were you. trying to do what we do. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh you were in radio doing that and they trained you up, you got good. And uh, you had your own show. Yes, sir. You know, and uh, could say, man, I wish I would have stuck with that, man. I wish I would have. <laughs> Jerry went on and he stuck with it. And I just pulled out and, you know, but you went on to bigger and better things, man, with that radio station. Thank you, sir. You know, yes. back in the days. That had to be about in the 70s, wasn't it? That was in the 70s. Um, uh, to be exact, Bobby, yeah, 74, 75. You know, and of course, uh, I was a teenager, and uh, so it was that was back in the day. K. Yeah. Cool was on. You were the, the youngest jock there. I was the youngest guy in the room mm-hmm. and on the air, and I got my FCC certification at age sixteen. Sixteen. I passed the test. Uh, Fat Albert, you know, let's God help us. Uh, Fat Albert uh, also was among Doc's yeah. young men, and. Uh, Fat Albert and I went to take the FCC test together in Kansas. Yeah, State. he came by here one day. Yeah, he, he said he did. Yeah, yeah he stopped by. Yeah, one he's day. in Austin, Texas. Now. Yeah, right. While he was in town, he stopped by the radio station. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah you had to have a you had to have that paper on the wall to uh, right. to be uh, certified. Yeah, you had to be on the air and run the station. Uh, mm-hmm. Otherwise, you would have to have a licensed mm-hmm. person right. there exactly. on the on the premises. Exactly. Now that was located. I went out there a few times. That was out south, was it? Uh, on East Admiral in yeah. uh, uh, the Wagon Wheel District. Right. I used to leave Edison High School, take the wagon, fourth and Wagon Wheel bus, and they would let me off right there at where the little YMCA type of place. It's mobile home park still out there. They mm-hmm. were doing that back then, uh, the mobile home dealers. And But I would walk from there, uh, basically from Garnett to uh, about midway, 121st, which I live on 121st now, just like we had talked about the 89.9 thing. Yeah, right. Uh, I actually live on 121st East Avenue. So the station actually went at the little chat road, went over a bridge. I was there. Yeah. Full, of, full, of, full of water moccasins. <laughs> and, uh, and we were in a little shack with a big 100,000-watt transmitter. Mm-hmm. And Rick Lepper was another hundred thousand watt, hundred thousand watts horizontal and vertical signal goes upward and outward mm, on the antenna. Yeah, it was powerful. It was a very powerful station. You could hear it in Kansas. Yeah, um, he uh, Doctor Soul took that over 
from somebody. I think it wasn't doing well or something. Owen Austin, uh, Dr. Soul was brought in by Senator Gene, the late Senator Pro Temper, Gene Howard and mm-hmm. Owen Austin. And a lot of people thought it was Roy Clark. They were in that circle. But uh, the senator, uh, they got the station from Orr Roberts, believe it or not. Oh, that's that where the channel, station came by. That's where they had that came channel, from. 103.3 FM. Mm. Okay, so, a lot of good history. Yep, the rest is history. And are you ever in touch with any of those guys? Or do you ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah we, uh, you know, Ted, Ted's here in Tulsa now. Yeah, he moved back to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Ted's here. Mm-hmm. And so we, we have a little saying online that we do. And. Uh, I talked to Ron the other day. Yeah, Ron's in Muskogee. Ron Alexander. And then Brother Coffee. Then Brother also Coffee, Brother yeah. Coffee, God bless. Mm-hmm. Brother Coffee is uh, an evangelist, and mm-hmm. he's uh, active in ministry. In, in Muskogee. In Muskogee, mm-hmm. yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Man, good days, man. I remember seeing the blue trucks, and at that particular time, I think I was, uh, we had a band called Program Band. The program Band. Yeah. African Af- Day played. African Day was playing in the band, and he used to get the K-Cool truck. Yeah, that big you know, old box band. box band, and we would load it up full of equipment and, you know, just go all over the town, out of town, in town, wherever, in that van. So we had so much fun. Well, you know, yeah. like you were saying, Bobby, there were lots of places to, to jam. To, to, to well, you know, man, back in those days, <laughs> we would go down to B.C. Franklin Park and just, and just set it, up. Right outside. Outdoors, the band, mm-hmm. pack up all our equipment and go down there and just set up and play all day long. Right, right. We wouldn't look, we wouldn't tripping off of monies or none of that. Yeah, yeah. Just for the love of music. Just just got down and, mm-hmm. and jam. And, and Yeah. Somebody told me that that was concerts in the park. <laughs> because a lot of bands did that. Yeah, know? yeah, and it wasn't there something like the Battle of the Bands. That, well, we had some of that too going yeah, on the down battle, there. Yeah, you know, yeah. Battle of the Bands, yeah. friendly. Yeah, friendly. Know? Yeah, the friendly, friendly thing. Not, friendly not, thing. Yeah, not nobody like being all mad. And yeah, upset. no foolishness. No, but we were just setting up, playing, and having fun, using each other's equipment, doing what we're doing. You yes, know, sir. and yes. just had fun doing it. And it used to be packed. Jam packed full of people. I remember and all the time. You remember? I remember cars everywhere, people everywhere. You could hear the music. You know, yeah, we yeah. we actually heard, you know, because you guys jam Crawford Park, Crawford Park too, and, and uh, Lincoln Park, Lincoln Crawford Park, Park, all of really them. Yeah, 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 we played. And you could hear that music uh, all we, over the town, all over the area. Yeah, right. you could yeah. really could. Man, we were loud. <laughs> Man, we got to bring that back, Bobby. You got to yeah, bring it back and yeah. shake, shake, shake the hood up, man. Wake, yeah. it, wake it up. Bring, I, bring the woke effect. Yeah, to, and I, and I thought about setting up uh, <laughs> up a stage out there, BC Franklin Park. Yes, sir. Just yeah. inviting all of the artists to come out there and perform, and just uh, you know, do a couple of songs a piece or whatever, and just have a good time. You well, know? you know, that's what it, that's what it was all about, and and everybody had fun. Everybody. Loved each other of one another. You know, it was, it was just about having fun. Like you said, you know, I could borrow your piece of equipment, and if I needed a speaker or whatever, in the in the in the radio DJ side of things, you know, Topcat was my was my ace in the hole. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, I could go from uh, Topcat up there. Topcat, I remember. Man, and get an amplifier, whatever I needed. You know, mm-hmm. and and. Uh, you know, get it all set up, and you guys would have us DJing between, yeah, between the breaks, the breaks and the music. Between breaks, man, and yeah. I'd be 
return. Okay. My little screwdriver turned <laughs> the wire up things and had them speakers going. Yeah, boy, but it worked. It worked. It, it worked. worked, and it happened to the for the community and uh, yeah. just good fun times. wasn't all shooting and going on. Oh and yeah, people just fighting and carrying on. It wasn't a lot of that happening. Well, you know, you know that's deep, Bobby. That's so true. And you know the the. I guess I don't want to get in, you know, I won't, unless you go, you lead me, lead it there. Well, I'm not trying to get into the philosophizing, but, but but you know, it was a different day and time. It's a different day and time. And we, we want to help, you know, we want to make, uh, it's like a disconnect, you know, we want to, we want to help out. And I guess that's why you have me here, man. And I want to say, man, thank God for you. Um, Well, thank you, you man. I I appreciate you. My, my bad for not really chasing you a little harder to get (laughs) up in here. It ain't because I didn't want to be on, but, it's everything's you know, for a season. It's a season. It's a season and a time for everything. So a reason uh, and a season. And I, and a you know, yes, you know. So hey, you're here now. I really appreciate it, yeah. man. It looks good. You you got it set up. I'm gonna let uh, African Dave. You know, he's out in San Jose. Yeah. And I'm gonna let the fellas know. Uh, yeah. That I'm know. in touch with him periodically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Dave there. is still jamming. You know, he's yeah, he doing on the radio. That, was he doing African that Baktama or some kind of uh, jazz? Yeah. Bar- Something I can't out there, that. yeah. He's still doing some yeah, stuff, yeah. And he, he's on the radio, but radio he's doing his there. jazz thing too out there on the Bay Area and stuff out there, boy. Yeah, he's off in yeah. a Hammond B, is yeah. Hammond B3, yeah. He yeah. loves that, man. He yeah. is crazy about that, thing. yeah. He is, he is, he is. Yeah. Well, man, you know, you uh been around here and uh you're into insurance, you know, and uh something that it's all different types of insurance. How did you get into the insurance business? Well, let's let's go there. You know, thank you, uh, Bobby. First, again, you know, and uh, that's really interesting because uh, I, I got into it when I moved to Oklahoma City. Uh, and OKC. I was going to school, OKC, and I was going to Oklahoma Christian College. Uh, Clara Looper. I don't know if you ever. Oh heard. wow, Clara Looper. She is. Uh, she's the lady. And what happened is we had. The, she had a job fair, and I don't know if it's still go. If it's still going on today. But every year she would have a job fair for black students and she would have this annual job fair. And, you know, during the summer, um, you know, you want you want something to do, some kind of way to make some extra money. Mm -hmm. And I was attending Oklahoma Christian College, which now is Oklahoma Christian University. Uh, and I brought an album, FM eighty nine point nine. Yeah, I the album. I'm like, wow, look <laughs> the at this The same album. call letters. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. FM eighty nine point nine under mm-hmm. the direction of uh, Dr. David Lowry, mm-hmm. and uh, Mr. Autry was so proud to know that I was over in Oklahoma City doing something constructive with myself. Right. But uh, we we were uh, I was there and at the job fair, and that's how it happened. Uh, Equitable of New York. All the executives, they have, you know how a job fair looks, mm-hmm, you got all mm-hmm, these tables mm-hmm. and everybody got their booth set up. So uh, we there on 20 Northeast 23rd, as a matter of fact, it was, I uh, can't think of the building, but it was kind of an auditorium type of setup. And so uh, the uh, Equitable of New York, which is now AXA, you ever see the commercial AXA with the big 800 pound gorilla? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's the old Equitable, Equitable of New York. They changed their name to AXA, but uh, I worked under Marvin Provo. And I don't know if you know the provost in Oklahoma City. I'm not for sure. No. But he was the district manager uh, there. And so they hired us and paid us 175 Me and Ken Stewart. Ken Stewart was at OU. And uh, he was being sponsored by some of the popular auto dealers in the state. that back- Sponsorship. Yes, sir. And uh, 
he and I were, we went to the booth with the tall uh, brothers with the suits on. And so they signed us up. And back in uh, 80, 81, 82, that's when I was over in that area. Uh, uh, $175 a week was uh, good money. Back yeah. in those times. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that was, that was, a, that was a paycheck, uh, you know, right around $200 a week. And uh, we we trained, and that's how insurance started. And I really, it got my attention because I knew from being at home, mom used to have a little pouch at the door, and the man come knock on the door. She'd go say, in the pouch. and uh, She'd say, go hand him that money in there. And I'd go get the money out the pouch, and he would mark down the date and how much money I gave him. And that's how the uh, insurance transaction was made. And uh, when I went through Equitable, those basically two and a half months during the summer, uh, they trained us and showed us how insurance worked and how that it's uh, estate planning and and how it's uh, to be used to build up your financial, to Mm -hmm. uh, reinforce that there's a need. Someone passes away, you've got to have insurance. Insurance is uh, it's been around for, mm-hmm. for thousands of years. So, so we're speaking about insurance, mm-hmm. and I guess uh, life insurance probably would be the hottest insurance to get, right? Yes. The poly- life insurance policies. And um, explain that to the audience, what life insurance is really all about. Well, that's a, good, a very good question. Life insurance is a uh, it's a contract it's a legal contract and transaction a unilateral contract you know uh, one it's two people you the insurance company and the insurer and and so there's an agreement there and um, it's a it's a contract that that you know you promise to pay and the insurance company promises to act and whether it's a life insurance or or if it's a car auto and policy but on life insurance, uh, uh, you are always what they what we say in the insurance business is transferring the risk. If if you know if, if you take out a ten thousand dollar life insurance policy, and and something happens, you pass away, then it pays that benefit to the beneficiary who you designate. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, what there's what they say uh, the term is is that if you don't ha- if you are a working man, you need life insurance. If you don't have $10,000 sitting around that you don't need to use, and even rich people use life insurance because it's actually transferring the risk. Mm -hmm. So that's what it is. You use uh, an agreement with the insurance company, and you sign up and say, well, I'd say for a young person that's starting a family, their their need is going to be greater because you got a wife and you maybe two children, you know, and so there's you need a, a bigger policy. You huh? need a bigger policy to to to, to replace that income. Mm-hmm. If something was to happen, that mm-hmm. income's gone. Look at what we're going through now with mm-hmm. the COVID. Mm-hmm. You know they're unexpected. So that's mm-hmm. what insurance is there to do. Whether it's life. So health. that life insurance policy, is it more difficult for seniors to get it? Yes, sir. It yeah. is because it's an underwritten it's a risk risk factor. Is that it, what it is? It's a it's a risk element involved, and that's how the insurance companies control. A profit margin because it is insurance companies. Somebody seventy five years old, it's yeah. going to be hard for him to obtain a decent policy, huh? The older you get, the more it costs, and and the more difficult or more uh, closer, closely, they're going to scrutinize or look at you more closely 
uh, as you're older, because mm-hmm. as you know, so, the, the term you get older, that mm-hmm. mortality uh, mm-hmm. reality. Yeah. Mortality reality mm-hmm. means you're at some point it's going to so, be. So you saying a young man, say about 30 years old and he's got a wife and two kids policy will be less than a just lot. A, a lot yes. less than someone 75 Absolutely. or 80 years old. Oh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It would be, I mean, quite a bit less. And that's the time to buy life insurance is when you're young. Uh, so uh, in terms of, you know, there are several types of life insurance. You have the term, which is temporary insurance. And like you just mentioned, you have the whole life or permanent. And that's uh, an old folks used to call it straight life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is more expensive, but that's permanent insurance because that's going to last your lifetime. And the insurance carriers know that they're going to pay on that at some point. But a term, you hear the people talking about advertising on television, a half Mm -hmm. a million dollar term policy for $20 a month. Mm -hmm. Well, they know you're young, so you're probably not going to die. And they're just charging you for the pure cost of insuring you. And they know that there's going to be so many people that pay that never reach the term. Uh, They cancel it or drop it. And they know that you're likely to Mm -hmm. outlive that term when you're young and healthy. So so most uh, life insurance policies, have a beneficiary on it, right? They have a beneficiary. So if something happens to you, that beneficiary will reap all the benefits, right? Yes, sir. That's correct. And and you can have up to, you know, four beneficiaries. You could have primary, secondary, and then you could have tuitary beneficiaries. Children or something like that. You could huh? have children. And they usually want to know percentages, you know, if if you're going to have more than one, do how much do you want? Do you going want, to this one and yeah, going right. to that one. Yeah, 50%, 25%. So mm-hmm. companies like to know that. So they know how to disperse the funds when that time comes. So uh, say something just happened to someone. I'm just hypothetically saying that, and uh, they passed away. Mm-hmm. How long does it take for most insurance companies to pay that policy off? Very good question, Bobby. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it, uh, there, that's a big, that's a big, if, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's a big question or out there, depending on the, the carrier that you're dealing with. I have, there are carriers out there that will pay within 48 hours and they put, they pretty much put that uh, in a policy. At, yeah. Yeah. Or they, they have assurances in the policy that after the claim is approved, now there's a catch. They've got to prove it. They got to, okay. They got to prove that this is something they need to take. There's a catch in there, huh? Yes, sir. All of them. That's that's the fine print. Because some people can, I've heard of people waiting (laughs) months and months before they uh, actually get paid, you know, for the insurance policy. And that, a year. That's not unrealistic. And insurance companies, when you write life insurance policies, and that's throughout the United States, they all have that two year. Contestability clause. That's in every insurance contract, a contestability. The insurance company can go back and look at that claim and see, should they pay it? It was their reason that they, maybe they missed something. Maybe you said you were taking this when you really was taking this, that, and the other. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you could have been on several different. So uh, they'll go back and they'll reexamine the uh, the, the contract or the paperwork mm-hmm. or, or the claim, and they have a right to do that and contest it if they if they see need to within within two years. Mm-hmm. Now, after two years, they they cannot contest. Mm-hmm. So, in the case of say a, a, fa- a young family dying mm-hmm. thirty, like I said, thirty years old, mm-hmm. come up with uh, a chronic disease. Yes. 
So does his premium goes up? I mean, does it do the insurance readjust his life insurance policy, or does it continue on? That's a very good question. Good questions, brother. Yeah. Um, that is, on a contra, on a term insurance and whole life. Term is temporary. Whole life is permanent, right? Mm-hmm. And or your burial policies and and the ones that you might get through a funeral, funeral home. You know, mm-hmm. we were talking to Tim earlier and, and uh, Riley over at uh, Jacks. Right. Um, a term policy, yes, because usually those can be one year renewable or five years. You ever you ever uh, noticed yeah. or saw mm-hmm. seen any seen of those? Before. You've seen those with mm-hmm. the five years and then it changed the rates. So right. they can go in there every five years and look at it. And there's no, uh, some of them are guarantee renewable up until, and I won't call names of companies, but uh, yeah, on the terms, they can re they can reevaluate that policy either annually based on what it is or five year renewable or 10 year. So renewable. you must know your contract and what you signed for. You got to know what you signing up for. And, and, and in Oklahoma, every state should have it. You have a free look period. So even once you sign up, and you've been approved by the company, accepted by them, they will send that contract to you. And you have a certain length of time, two weeks or three weeks. To review it. To review it. And they will give you all of your money back, no questions asked, if you decide you want your money back. Mm -hmm. Uh, Have it it, uh, ever been, uh, I know it's been situations where funeral homes have waited to get paid by the insurance and they got to wait. And uh, families got to wait. And that kind of can be kind of a frustrating for some family members and stuff, you know, when uh, their loved one hasn't been buried properly, yes. you know, because they're still waiting for the insurance to come. Yes, that's a, that can be very, very, I mean, it's painful to have the, the experience, going through that experience of the, of the loss of a loved one. And, and they said there's over 120 things that has to be done during that process. Among those are uh, dealing with the, the insurance companies, understanding if there is coverage and benefits, uh, you know, filing the claim. And then the insurance company, as you've very well brought up and very, very uh, solid and legitimate point, is they have the right to examine the claim. And they may take a month. They may take a week, two weeks, a month or six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's unfortunate and and it, but it happens. But most of the time, they go ahead and go forward with the burial, right? The uh, that's a very good point. Uh, in and some cases, in some cases, oh, well, they depending just stop on the burial and hey, I can't do this. It's depending on Man, what what facility that you're dealing with. You know, uh, as you know, we have a hometown uh, uh, local uh, funeral homes such as Tim Grant and uh, Riley, uh, George Riley, uh, Jacks, uh, Terry Jackson. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Maurice just passed away, but God bless, you know, there's, uh, the, you know, you have Bigelow here as well. I know Keith, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> they, it's a business. They have to have their money. Right. You know, I understand and, which and, I understand. And, and they have to be paid. I just want to make some clarification. Yes, sir. That. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's a very good point. So we, there's, as you, back to what you said earlier, you mentioned what type of policies, and we suggest that you you can set up a pre-need policy, which you could call Riley at 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 uh, Jacks or Tim, and I also write there for them. They they uh, use me to write their final expense, and even I'm licensed to write the pre-need too. If, mm-hmm. But they generally handle that. But that's a contract with the insurance company in the funeral home, and the insurer or the person. So if you had a pre-need contract, and that time comes, then that's already set up. 
and that's what they call you set it up before the need. So that's usually will eliminate a lot of the confusion about well, where is the money going to come from? Because their pre-need contracts can have the insurance component in it, which means that they will go ahead and pay. If, it, if you set up a pre-need for an $8,000 service, the insurance company will go ahead and pay that to the funeral home, mm-hmm. you know, nothing flat. They'll pay that right away. So that's the advantage of going to a funeral home and talking to them and setting it up that way. So that's one way to do it. Mm-hmm. But if you do purchase a policy like over on over television or through the mail or whatever, you colonial life or something, uh, I mean, one of them TV. Oh uh, uh, yeah. One of them TV deals. Uh, I mean, you've got to, do you know how much, uh, the, you ever see the commercials on Oklahoma saying that they may have money in the, at the secretary of state, or right. the treasurer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, every year we have to do our insurance, uh, Continuing education. Right. And um, uh, uh, several years ago, the instructor told us that uh, there's over $55 billion of unclaimed insurance benefits. So that's why the states are having to, the government is pushing them to advertise. Yeah. yeah. What do they do with that money? Say that the unclaimed insurance money, Where? what what do they do with it? Say someone had a policy all their life and they didn't have any children. Didn't all. have anybody in town. Yeah, didn't they, have nobody in town or no beneficiary or anything. Insurance. And they didn't pay fifty thousand or to a hundred thousand dollars throughout their life on a policy. Where does that money go? That's a very good question, and it's sitting right there in that state. Each state regulates insurance companies, so mm-hmm. if you are it's such here as Oklahoma. There, Does it go the, back to the state? The, well, the state can't mess. It, it's just under a, it's in an account, it's in a, it's in an account and it's still illegal. I mean, the insurance companies basically can't disperse that money to the state. They have to set on it, but it has, it's a designated account that's, that that money is set so, there and so. it's just setting. And the, the problem with that, Bobby, is that the insurance companies, when you do one of those policies you just mentioned over the mail or on TV, mm-hmm. excuse me, and there's there's no agent like myself or broker or, or to explain no, it to you huh? to explain it, and if there's a third party, the agent is a part of the contract. See, if I write you a policy, I, I'm licensed in Oklahoma. I can write it on behalf of the companies I represent. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me on that contract that. Uh, you know, you want your daughter and this, whatever, whoever you want the beneficiary, like we you mentioned earlier, and what percentage, you know, so there's, if that time comes, then there's a person that your family can say, hey, you know, uh, you, Bobby, was dealing with you about this policy and your name's on there. So I can step in and assist with, you know, making sure that, that everything is done the way, properly, that, huh? properly, the way it should be done. But if it's nobody involved, you know, if you didn't have an agent and you were just dealing through the mail, the insurance company is not going to go out of their way to find your next of kin. Right. If you had someone on there that died before you, that's why we say secondary, tertiary beneficiary, you're up to four people, you know, because someone might, you have on there, might die before you you mm-hmm. pass away. And mm-hmm. so uh, in that, in those instances. And that has happened before. It's happened. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. So there's that policy, as you were just saying, sitting out there, and there's ten thousand or a hundred. It'll 000. never be claimed, right? It'll it's just sitting there. It'll never, and so therefore, it's just a lot of money just really sitting there. Well, there was something, and you can Google this, but they, some insurance companies, got in trouble about it because they that you know sitting on that kind of money and it's drawing interest. It's kind of hard, tempting, it's tempting, right? You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> it's 
sitting up in the bank. Just yeah, and they, and they was uh, somehow it got out of the place where it's supposed to have been. So there's been some shady some, stuff. Some huh? shadies on that uh, hit the, the past five, four or five years. It hit, you know, it hit. But but they're supposed to, it's supposed to sit there, and and they can't. Yeah, I often wonder the seniors who uh, pass on and uh, never get a chance to. Do anything with all that insurance money? I had uh, yeah. recently. We had a we had a a person that uh, that uh, we, I went in and talked with her. She was in her late eighties here in North Tulsa, and uh, I reviewed a policy. One of the familiar companies uh, that you know about uh, uh, starts with an A and ends with a G, and it's okay. got it's got Italy in between A <laughs> A I G, mm-hmm. but uh, no no. Uh, nothing negative, no deference on them in terms of negative, except to say that this lady had had this policy for 40 years. 40 years. And it was decreasing in value because at, a, at 80, it starts de- de- decreasing, going down, huh? going down. But her premium was still going in. So what I did is I looked at that and I said, well, now there's cash value. I said, ma'am, let's find out how much cash value you have. Since it's decreasing, we know you're losing you know, value on, on what they'll pay if you exactly, pass away. Exactly. So she said, well, yes, Mr. L, that, that would be, would you call them? I said, certainly. I said, I'm familiar with AIG. So we called and um, they got on the phone and, and as a licensed agent, I get my state numbers. If she authorizes me, them to talk to me, they have to talk to me. And that's any broker. Or You're agent. representing them. I'm You're rep- kind of like the lawyer, huh? I'm kind of like the agent, uh, as it states, as the name mm-hmm. implies, the and, and agent of the state, yeah, right? You know, as well as agent representing on behalf of the company. So uh, I, I asked him to say, "Yeah, this policy is enforced." And I said, "Okay." And what happens? What will you pay if she passed away? And they said, "And I said, yeah, okay." So and she said, "Yes, it does decrease every year. She lives. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going down. So it kept going down each year." I said, "Well, how much?" Uh, I said, how much was it? They said it would pay something like about right at 4000 about 39 It was just shy of 4000 I said, well, um, what is the cash value in there? What, How much value is in there? So she said, okay, well, hold on, Mr. L. And they put me on hold again. They went and did their math or whatever they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, she came back and said, well, there's about 5800 and almost right at $6,000 cash. So it had more cash value in there than it would have paid if she had passed away. Right. So hmm. I said, well, that's, <laughs> that's a, a no-brainer. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> I said, uh, would, I, I'll put them on hold then, and i talk with she, And she, I had it on speaker on my phone. I had, she could hear everything, but I went ahead and muted them out. And mm-hmm. I said, you need to cash this in. Because every year you keep this, it's going down going and down. Going down and down. Yeah. So, so you, you need you'll be to, down to nothing, huh? Yeah, you'll be down to zero. And, and so at what age does it start going down? Well, at her, in her contract, it started, I think, with 75. It's had a decreasing feature decreasing okay uh-huh. and 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 it started decreasing out until it gets down now the problem with those uh uh again they out there people have those kind of deals but you have to have someone look at it and and see if it's right now here's another one that i know you probably heard about what's that have you you probably heard people that paid more into the policy then it's going you know say they're paying a thousand dollars a year they had the policy for 20 years that's twenty thousand dollars exactly but the policy policy is only going to pay seventy five hundred if they pass away. So that's another instance there. So lost money. Huh? It's lost money. You have to. Uh, it's like a car, like anything else. You, you got to check your stuff. If you you the insurance companies charge you based on your age. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
the 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 point in insurance cost is there's a risk. So if you if I write you a policy, even a term policy, whatever it is, the uh, it's a risk on the company if they accept you because you might go out and and something happen exactly. and they got to pay in, in six months or a year. But on the other hand, the longer that policy, like with the lady, she got to a point where they said in her contract, well, now we're going to start reducing this because you're getting up to, once you get to 75, we know at some point between that and 90 or whatever, you might die. But they are using this point to say, well, let's just start decreasing your face amount. We covered you for all this much up to 75. So after 75, we're going to start inching down. But the money she paid in still builds cash value. So you have to look at your policy to see where you break even. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And, and because when you first start out, it's on the insurance company, either whether it's a term insurance or a whole life, they, they're taking the risk on because you could go out and drive out on I-44 and, and it's over with. And they got to pay that 100000 or 10000 if it's, you know, whether it's six months or six years. So that my point is, Always have your agent or have someone look at your insurance and see, okay, I didn't have this policy. I took it out when I was uh, 45, and I'm, it's 15 years later, I'm, all, I'm turning 60. Um, you know, it's, I'm still paying $400 a year or 500 a year. So, you know, that's $5,000. I got a $10,000 policy. So that's 7500 that maybe at some point I didn't pay it in, but it'll pay out 10000 if I die. Mm-hmm. Well, at some point, you want to start really looking to see how to cash that in or take what they call a reduced paid up policy and walk away, mm-hmm. which means say you can just say, look, I don't want to pay y'all anymore. Just give me a paid up policy and let's just walk away. And that means that you don't pay the insurance company anymore, but they may only give you a policy that's, you know, a third, uh, maybe two thirds of what it was when you bought it. So if it was 10,000, they may say, OK, yeah, we'll give you a seventy five hundred dollar paid up policy. And you can just walk away and don't pay them no more. And you got to pay the policy that that's yours. And, and, and it's, that's what it's going to pay when you die. But mm-hmm. you, you're not on the hook for paying premiums anymore. So those are options in whole life policies only. Now, if it's a term, if it's a term policy, you know, again, term is where you see these commercials on there where you can buy half a million dollars for $39 a month. Right. Well, those are designed to last for a few years and, and, and be over with. Mm-hmm. But again, and there's no cash value in a term policy that because you're paying so much less for that coverage that, you know, it's cheaper because they're only covering you for a, a temporary point. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they're basing their profits on, again, numbers. It's all a numbers game. So you buy a term policy, you keep it five years or 10 years, you know, you walk away. That's what you know you're going to do anyway. You know, mm-hmm. so that's the difference. But if you're getting a permanent policy, you a whole life or a policy that builds up for a lifetime that lasts you your lifetime, you got to examine that policy. I, I would say at least every five years uh, you want to you want to examine that policy. Uh, you want to have your agent. If the agent that told it to you is not around, you know, you want to bring someone and any agent that calls your home or solicits you to sell insurance. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, that's part of their license responsibility. So, mm-hmm. yeah, come come talk to me. I can't assure you that I'll buy what you're selling me, but would you come evaluate my policy now? Again, we're back to agents that will be honest and tell you, you know, what's mm-hmm. like with the lady example with the, 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 the senior citizen. 
you know, uh, my interest was to help her find uh, this, uh, determine what she had, you know. I got you. So that that's, you know, I mean, you can get a guy out there that might not have, he's got a motive that's different. And if you don't buy something from them, they may not tell you, you know, I mean, I yeah. can't control how agents act, right. but they're supposed to be honest and like you said, professional and, and give you information about what you have and what they're trying to present to you. They're supposed to. They're supposed to do it. Can I give you one more a real yeah, close go example? Ahead, go ahead. I'm there's a there's a gentleman just just right by your your station here, your studio. He I just got him, and we don't know uh, if how the underwriting is going to finally turn out, but that's where he was. Uh, and and I showed him one policy he had was one that he would never pay into that policy more than they're going to pay him, and it is a temporary policy. It'll be over mm-hmm. in 2035. Now this guy is 72 years old, mm-hmm. so he's con- he's content with that, you know. It'll last him until 2030, uh, 2035. He's 72. So, you know, he's thinking that he's probably going to leave sometime between, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, but what he's paying, what they're going to pay out when he dies and what he's paying every year is never going to exceed what they're going to pay out if he dies. But he had another policy that he was sitting on that was one of them that you mentioned. And so I quoted him and I, he's paying was like a little over 35 a month. My quote came in at $26 a month, 26, 26. So that's almost $10 a month savings. So it's things like that, that we can do, um, you know, and, and I tell people, if you had a policy two years, I won't replace. He'd only had this policy for six months. Now, if he had it over two years, Bobby, I would have been a little bit more reluctant to replace because he's already went through his probate, you know, the two year scrutiny. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to be facing his family. If something I replace him and then, you know, uh, he dies six months or whatever. And, and, and he's got to go through that. I've never, I look at that when I talk to people, how long Mm -hmm. have you had this policy? If it's been over two years and it's not so much of a, so good of a deal, you know, I just let them know, Hey, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, you got to think about the probation here. And uh, so I look at all of that. You you have to just make sure you're doing people the way that's right and how you would want to do it, you know, done to you if you're right. out there. You know, so that's kind of the way I roll with my approach with insurance and when I see people out there. So that's basically working a lot with uh, life insurance, right? That's a lot of life insurance. That's now, when you go to auto insurance, mm-hmm. since you deal with all of them, um. Do you think some auto insurance companies are quite high? Yes, they are. Overpriced? Yes, they are. And and actually, I do not write auto in my own agency, but oh, you I don't do, do that. auto. I don't. I do personal lines. That's life. Person. Yeah, life, health, dental, disability, Medicare, um, uh, healthcare, Obamacare. Now, yeah, all of that. Going into the healthcare. Mm-hmm. So a person with a pre-existing condition. Yes. To come to you. Mm-hmm. Their premiums and stuff is going to be higher, isn't it? Used to before it used to be that way before Obama came in with Obamacare with the ACA. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but today it's not that way. I can't charge you if you have di- uh, you know diabetes or something going on. The rates are the same with a person that has never had a mm-hmm. took a pill in their lifetime. I mean the rates are are level. There's there's no mm-hmm. such thing as rate ups. That uh-huh. was what we used to call rate rating up for health conditions, but we can't do that uh, since ACA has been put into uh, mm-hmm. law. It's it's everybody. It's it's level for level playing field for everybody. Level. It's level for everybody. You don't pay any more because 
you have a condition than someone that doesn't have a condition. But women, that's, women, that's women, under Obamacare, women used, right? That's under Obamacare. Women don't pay higher. Remember, women used to pay higher. Right. But they don't anymore. So, and that's what Trump is trying to do away with. Unfortunately, I don't understand why, but that's another conversation. But yes, yeah. he's trying. Yeah, he's trying. I hope, to... I, hope, I, hope, I hope he's not successful. Yeah. Because uh, Obamacare has proven to help lots of people. It, and it's working? It's working. There are people that I have in my block of business that had stuff going on that it might have not turned, they might have been questionable for us even being around had they not enrolled in Obamacare and got the surgery and got the things taken care of. And I'm talking about a few people I've had that uh, was, you know, pro-Trump or, you know, against it, but they held their nose and and I wrote it up for them and they took it out and they've had it, you know, so that's kind of how that thing, <laughs> that's unfortunate. But. He's not, he hasn't been able to remove that, has he? No. And I thank God for that. Uh, the late John McCain, Senator John McCain uh, was a really great thing that he did before he left this world. Uh, and he walked in the floor of the Congress that night and thumbs down and kept them from killing Obamacare. Mm-hmm. And there's a Texas judge down there in Texas, uh, you know, that's trying to, I, I don't think, uh, my feeling is Justice Roberts is not, uh, if they put it on his, uh, hopefully uh, the election will change all of that this November if everybody going to do what they got to do, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't think Roberts, the Supreme Court justice, reading how he's been, I, I'm, I'm just kind of doubtful that he would even uh, go along with what they're trying to do with Obamacare because it's clear that they should not do away with it. They shouldn't do away they with it. They should not do away with it. It's, it saved people's lives. It uh, it made people who couldn't normally afford insurance go with insurance, right? to get it because yeah. it, it goes based on your income and some people that I've set up are paying zero if your income for is, insurance. Yes. A lot yeah. of elders and stuff like that, right? They're paying zero premiums. So there's no cost to them and they can go. And a lot of people you've heard them say, well, I can't, I can't, you can't keep your doctor with Obamacare. That's a, that's a misnomer. Uh, that's not true. Uh, yeah, Blue, I've, heard, I've heard that before. Blue cross and blue shield is one of the carriers that you can get with Obamacare. In fact, Some people don't think they can get Blue Cross and Blue Shield. You can that's get a it. myth. I mean, that's something that uh, kind of got out there, huh? You can get it. You can get it. Uh, now, unfortunately, if you call me today, unless there's a specific reason, uh, you have to wait till open enrollment in November. Yes, you can, you know, take it out and do an open enrollment. But if you come in doing November, which Trump shortened that. You remember? Uh, it was start. It used to start at November first and go all the way to February, January thirty first of the right. next year. Trump came in. And he one of the first things he did was shorten it and cut it down to forty five days. He started November first and goes to December fifteenth. So he thought that was doing something. But if you get in doing open enrollment, we can set you up. No matter what, you could have something going on. You could uh, you can get your policy and start going if you need chemo or. Or if Whatever you have you need, diabetes, huh? you start going to Walmart and get your pharmacy. All of that. Uh, Obamacare gives you prescription coverage. All that's in there. It's all. It's all there. Maternity. All that's built in. Built in. Ready it's, to go. It's, huh? it's ready. You get it. It's ready to go. And now Oklahoma passed the. You know, you were. We were mentioning that the other day when I was. Uh, we were uh, talking. Uh, the eight o was it eight o two? I know you were telling me about there was another eight o five. Eight o five is going coming up, and eight o two just passed. Yes, with health. 
Mm-hmm. And that is expanding Medicaid in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And remember all the things that the previous governor didn't want to right. deal with Obama when he came to town. And then we get oh, this yeah. great tornado. Uh, Mayor Fallon. And yeah. All that yeah. They didn't want to have expansion. And so they lost billions of dollars. All the rural hospitals have closed down. And and I've had people that call. Uh, uh, we're, you know, we operate out at 41st Domingo. That's where our office is. And also in the Promenade Mall, the enrollment center, we're affiliated with them. And I've had people call from these rural areas almost crying because they could not get health care. Really? And these same people were the ones that vote against Obama or Obamacare. They don't, you know, they just, it just makes, it's an oxymoron. They're going to complain about Obamacare Mm -hmm. and vote against it, but turn around and cry about trying to get some insurance. I've I've had the conversations on my phone, Bobby. I'm not blowing it up or embellishing. I mean, they've literally... And I, and I, you know, vet, guys that have claimed that they were veterans that were in these rural counties that lost their hospitals, lost the options for any kind of Medicaid or health care. As you know, uh, when people get into a situation where they can't pay for their medical bills, they have to go to Medicaid. And so with all that money not coming into the state for the past, what, 10 years and how much money? That's true. Was, it just killed us. And um so is, you know, thank God that that's been changed. And, and this coming open enrollment, uh, we won't have to turn anybody away. Wow. Isn't that something? That's, that's something a blessing. Else. We won't have to turn anybody away. Nobody away. Okay. We're going to take a little short pause for the cause. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. You can dial at number 646-716-5525. And don't forget to press that one button. So we're going to take a little break. and We're going to be right back. All right, well, stick around. Thank you. 
You're on the Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories our way. KBOB 89.9 FM. Jerry Hale in the studio. We're talking about insurance. Hey, we were talking about insurance as far as uh, investment. Yes. So explain that, you know, because people don't, I don't think people understand what you mean by investment. Well, that's a very good, uh, investment is power. That's a very good, strong point, Bobby, and I think we we really overlook it and miss the whole point in the urban center in the, in the black, particularly in the black neighborhoods, but that's wealth transfer is another way. Investment is where you take and invest and it grows. The rule of 72, where you take every uh, 12 years, that money doubles or it, it, it increases. That's how banks make money. That's how, ba- that's how banks make money. That's how insurance companies make money on the premiums that you pay them. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they, um, they take that money and invest it. Well, we can, you know, and I agree, excuse me, with all the issues going on, but let me tell you, our counterparts, our neighbors on the other side of town is buying annuities. They're putting out investment policies. They're buying a policy that will, uh, what they say, wealth transfer, you know, so uh, instead of buying a little, you know, and I understand it's economic issues, but they're buying policies that's going to pay out a uh, hundred thousand, maybe half a million. Yeah, big and, policies. And big policies, and and they're investing instead of going and buying. You know, look, I'm the worst about buying a Cadillac. I don't. I, I like Lincolns, but in <laughs> <laughs> and, and Mercedes and Jags. Yeah, but, right, right. But you know, I mean, that's an, and that's an, uh, we had a study on that's been on the, the cable channels on that about you know the. the Back in the day when the, the green book, remember we oh uh, the green book the, yeah the term like similar yeah uh-huh. similar to telling your story our way remember right. the green book was the way green blacks book. traveled right. back in the day in the forties going through the neighborhood going through to know, get yeah knowing where to go where to go and so there was some you had to have your green book now. there was you had to have your green book mm-hmm. so with that there was some black uh, what we would call uh, bed and breakfast mm-hmm. places that were you could stop off over you here. You could stop off and, mm-hmm. and everything and, and be they, safe and be safe. And and they had them up in uh, Michigan and 
I didn't know this one, and I can't remember the name, but a really nice place. But they were showing how the blacks was driving up in their Cadillacs and the, the old fancy cars. The town, yeah, they say, you know, say, and how he said, he said they were gonna have a town car Cadillac even if they had a shack. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. they they have better car than the house. Right, car costs more. The car car costs more than the house. Right. And investment is being able to take a little risk and and put off the fluffiness in the showboating and put that money into something that's going to grow, you know, like an annuity or like a, a mutual fund or some type of an, uh, uh, as, uh, uh, commodity or asset that's going to build up interest and grow. And life in, and back to the whole uh, life insurance, whole life does build cash value. You're paying a little bit more for it because it's a permanent contract and insurance companies know they're going to pay out on that at some point because it's, it's a lifetime contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but they, uh, the way they're structured, it's a hybrid uh, type. It's not a good uh, commodity for investments, but it does build cash value over time. And, and that money is there and, and it's there. It's not, I wouldn't suggest that um, as a, as your ultimate investment vehicle, but you, it does have cash value that, as we mentioned about the lady that had, more cash value than the policy was going to pay her because she had it old, had had that policy over a period of time. So uh, investments is something that we need to, and I'm not a registered stockbroker. I just have the experience in over 30 years. Gotcha. My idol was Amadeo Richardson. I don't know if you remember the brother was right here from Tulsa and he worked for Merrill Lynch was one of the first black stockbrokers in Tulsa. Okay. I'm he, trying to Amadeo, Amadeo Richardson. Sounds familiar. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he was a sharp brother. He worked, he was Mr. Cannon, uh, Donnie's stockbroker. We traveled together uh, when I worked for Donnie's and I got to ride and on the road and, and travel on planes with them and listen. And uh, when Mr. Cannon, uh, Donnie's would do their hair shows he always had Amadeo, he would try to get him in there as much as often as possible to teach the beauticians or the hairstylists classes on money management or investments. And Mr. Cannon and I see it so vivid how that when we would, he would say, Jeremiah, Jeremiah, let's go back to the, you know, we'd have in New York, we would be at the Hyatt or somewhere wherever they having hair shows, you know. And uh, he'd say, let's, uh, and I'd walk with him back there and it would be, you know, now I would be DJing mm-hmm. and where I would have mm-hmm. my MC and going on everybody out there, you know, popping and bopping. Right. Right. But when we would go back to where the Amadeo's classes were, uh, uh, there would be a handful of people. And Mr. Cannon would always shake his head. He said, see, you know, he's trying to get the, the, the point that it ought to be a full house back here because this is where you're learning how to grow your money that you're out there making on those curls. That you, you know, you, you put that money in investment or buy a good, uh, the, the appropriate life insurance package so that if that risk is transferred so that you're not trying to take up a GoFundMe, but you've got insurance, you know, to pay if someone passed away. Uh, and, and, it's, it, 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 and it's cost effective. You know, you could be on an hourly job. You can get insurance through your job and take it out in, in your payroll deduction. But uh, Mr. Cannon, it's so vivid how he would always say, you know, it's hard to get people to sit down and look at how they can grow their money. So remember, we talked about a deal I'm doing on Facebook with Stash. And I've been posting a post on my page offering Stash offers. It's an investment uh, uh, 
club. It's an invest. It's, it's similar to um, Merrill Lynch, or it's similar to uh, what's the other one that they advertise all the time? Um, Col- that, Colonial uh, Pen. Uh, oh. Well, it's an investment. Uh, it's the other one that uh, they do. Uh, uh, J.G. Wentworth and all yeah, of them. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It, that, But this is Stash, and they have come together to simplify the process. Most places where you set up an annuity, if you set one up with me, insurance companies want at least a thousand dollars, right? But with with Stash, you can set up five bucks, man. Bobby, five dollars, they will set you up and get you in, so you can start buying Walmart. Five dollars. Five dollars instead of five. That's the Stash. S T A S H, and I would Stash dot com. Uh, Stash dot com. Now I would suggest people come to my page. And you know, right? And, 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 but but go to stash.com. What is your page? Uh, Jeremiah Hale on Facebook. Uh, just uh, put Jeremiah Hale in Facebook. J E R E M I A H H A L E. Okay. On Facebook. Type and that in, in. And inbox me, and then I'll give you the link. And instantly, you got twenty dollars uh, in your account. With, if you give them five, they're gonna give you twenty back. Just by uh, signing up, refer, yeah, signing referrals. up, yeah, by referring. And so when you sign up, now I did that about uh, a month ago, about three weeks ago, and I took my twenty dollars and I put five in there. Do you know what my investment? I bought Walmart, I bought uh, Amazon, and I bought another one. Yeah, I bought three different ones, and uh, now Walmart's one, Amazon, uh, AT and T. I think I got. I've got might might have four. My account, uh, Bobby, has grown from uh, the twenty-five to forty. It's almost fifty dollars today. I checked it this morning. Oh, that fast! Huh? It's growing that fast. It, it hasn't been a month, and I've almost got fifty percent, a hundred percent growth. You know, I mean, twenty. I put five in it, and they so gave and they gave me the twenty for signing up. And so now I, there's forty-nine. It's right at fifty dollars, and I checked my account this morning. Mm-hmm. So and you can cash that out at any time, right? Well, you can, but you want to leave it. I mean, in there. I mean, you, yeah, you need you're gonna leave it mm-hmm. if it's if it's growing like it's that. It's growing like that. You on want, a five dollar investment. On a five dollar investment, they gave me twenty, and it's already almost fifty. So, you know, uh, and I've got a savings. You can do a savings account with it, and they'll give you a debit card and all of that. But yeah, when you go in there, you can see this man and and Bobby. But back to the the investment. That's how they're growing wealth. People are getting rich. There's brothers out on the East Coast in different places online that's getting rich. Some of them were incarcerated, and they came out and got into the stock market, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, and I say game, but got into the stock market, you know, yeah, exchange. exchange. And, 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 man, some of these cats is, is millionaires today. Uh, but that's how you're talking about in less than a month, from 25 to almost $50? Just think if I, had a, if I put 1000 in there. Well, that would have been, huh? Yeah, because remember, interest, compounded interest, the rule of 72. You know, uh, and, and the, the gains of the stock market, that's one of the reasons, back to the politics, a lot of folks is, you know, trumping so hard because they're seeing their, their money grow like that. They don't want to let that, they don't want to risk their money growing, you know. And, and I, it's growing. It's growing. It's growing. A lot of people are, are millionaires today that didn't have a dime, two pennies to rub together 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, and that's something that we need to all look into is investments, you know, mm-hmm. how to flip our money and make more money. Flip it. You said the word. Yeah, flip it. Flip it and make it work and, and make it do what it does. And it'll, money has, Mr. Cannon used to say, money has a, a life. It has. It's a science. It has a personality. 
in in uh, you know you know he made money he made money I, he made millions of dollars I, I i forgot to bring the book how i you know the book he put out how i made these and never left together i wanted you to see mm-hmm. that but uh, american beauty products american beauty all products. over the country all over the world it was all over the world he met with one african king that was from ghana i believe it was ghana and they were, you know, they were talking about taking the Supergirl over there. <laughs> yeah. She started that Supergirl, Don- Donnie's in the kitchen, didn't she? She started right off of Pine in 1966. Uh, and, 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 Producing and, that. And make, mixing her gre- ingredients. She was a friend of Madam C.J. Walker, uh, Dr. Donnie Cannon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, she, that was her idol, her, her role model. And uh, she just followed She was a sharp. Yeah, they, they met, you know, he was in the Air Force. And they were in uh, Denver. She had a beauty salon there, and that's where the idea. She had cosmetics, uh, a cosmetic line before she she actually had a hair care line. Yeah, before she came about came to Tulsa, huh? Before she came to Tulsa, and then when they moved in Tulsa uh, to Tulsa, they're off of Pine. That's when the idea for Black Magic and the hair care line started. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, but uh, the insurance investments that's uh, what it's about that's what it was about that's what mr cannon was trying to teach out there at the hair shows so it wasn't you know he was he was uh flamboyant or what would you call ostentatious or yeah, what, all those, yeah. he was out there he was but like, yeah chappy yeah chappy donnie's rejuvenation he'd be, yeah, he be singing for your hair <laughs> watch them stare <laughs> but he had a method to his madness yeah, i'm he glad did. god let me sit there and both of them are gone now right they're both gone yeah they're in the eternal reward who took over all of their management and property and stuff anybody in particular well no nah, unfortunately uh it's, they had children. It's interesting. They had nieces, uh, Emily, and you know her health. She's having she's going through some things, and yeah, from what I've heard, and Ernest is here. But the the building is abandoned now on Apache. I was just uh, wasn't it a company in there one time? He's gone. He's out of there. Now. So it's open free building. A, huh? You can go buy it. It's available. It's up for grabs. It's up. It's supposed. It's yeah, man. A, a lot of things it's happened good, in that building. A lot of things happened. Uh, I think Mr. Hurl Anderson is the one who built it. Yes, uh, that's what. Yeah, he's the one who built that. Yeah, the, building. the minister he had some yeah. things on Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, Hurl Anderson had the, the living senior, senior living senior. He's sharp the one. Man. Who, yeah, he's the one who built that. You know, so we had some heavy hitters in Tulsa. Oh, we had some big heavy hitters. Uh, T. Oscar you know. Chappelle. Oh, for sure. And that, you know that was the other chappy, the Reverend yeah, Chappy. Yeah, Reverend Chappy. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, some big ones, big, and, you big, know, big ballers. And you know, we talked about that TCC uh, Northeast Campus. Mm-hmm. You know, that was uh, the book Alfred Cromwell about Acres of Diamonds and how that the diamonds was right there in the guy's backyard. He went everywhere else looking and found out after a lifetime it's that right they was there. right there in his yard. And that's the way I see. I had to take a class out there at TCC Northeast to realize, man, this is what Chappie was talking mm-hmm. about, Reverend Chap- T. Oscar Chappelle. Mm-hmm. We should have been feeding, and I know we're getting off the subject, but we should have been feeding through that school, the pastors and preachers, uh, telling fellowship and our kids, saying that, hey, after high school, you got to hit this TCC. You know, and, and, and now, you know, you've got to deal when you come out of school. Uh, here in Tulsa County, I think you can go to uh, TCC for two years at no cost. Yeah. But um, anyway, that that's all of that man carries into knowing how to invest, knowing how to work with your bank, how to have the right insurance, 
being educated, uh, having knowing to work with agents that will look out for you and not being about personalities all the time. But and that's important, like you were saying earlier, Bobby, and I agree with you. But, you know, you remember the term about the Jews, uh, not to use a racial term necessarily, but the Jewish brothers, they know how to walk down the street, even if they don't like each other to get the job done if they see the, and I'll put it that way, if they see an opportunity for profit to work together. Mm-hmm. And that's in a, the Jewish book of the Old Testament, Isaiah 48, 17. I am the Lord God. That's one of my favorite scriptures that teaches thee to profit. And they know that you got to be taught to profit and not about, well, I like how you, your, your jelly is red. You know, I like how your jelly is work. Yeah, I mean, that's great. Jelly is good, but less less profit, you know, and, and that's what we were yeah. reading Carter G. Woodson about uh, having the right, uh, the miseducation of, of our people in being able to uh, be effective and efficient. You can have effectiveness, but the efficiency, if it's, if it's lost, your effectiveness is going to soon fall. That is so true. Boy, you said a mouthful right there. You know, so, yeah. But that you know, getting back to the insurance part about it. Now you got Medicare. Yes, Medicare. And uh, you got United Health. United Healthcare. Let Humana. me ask you this: Humana. Mm-hmm. Out of those right there, Humana, Medicare, United Health. What's the best? They well, all are good. Uh, but what would you say? What would you say would be the better one to go with? Well, if you're doing a Medicare Advantage, you know what that is. The, mm-hmm. that's Explain the, it to our audience. Well, Medicare Advantage is the that's uh, the policies that you see out there for zero premium for for seniors, and actually you can that's get, the norm. That, right. Yeah, you, it's what they say zero. Well, Medicare is not a, a Medicare Advantage is not a supplement. It's replacing original Medicare. The government made an agreement under George Bush back in 2005, six somewhere along in there. And they brought in what they call Medicare Part C, mm-hmm. and Part C is 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 Medicare Advantage, and that is a private contract uh, with the government and the insurance company to replace Medicare. And on those policies, you get everything. You get everything from hospital coverage to doctor exams, prescriptions, and now they're even covering dental and vision. Remember uh, the quarterback? What's his name? Uh, uh, Joe Namath, you know, mm-hmm. he said you Back get all that. the benefits you deserve. Yeah. He's still on. He's still on TV talking about that. <laughs> yeah, you get all uh-huh. the benefits you deserve. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's what he's talking about. He's talking about the Medicare Advantage, and and in most cases, that's like, the C part. That's the C part, and and community care downtown. I represent them. Uh, Blue Cross, uh, uh, Humana, as you mentioned, and you know they all have plans that are zero premium in Tulsa County. Mm-hmm. So if you can. You can enroll, and that's an open enrollment as well. It, uh, that, that usually starts October 15th mm-hmm. and go through December 7th. Mm-hmm. And if you are uh, on Medicare, uh, the best time is when you first turn 65. I think you were having that conversation a year oh, or so yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. And so it's, they have what they call open enrollment, and there's no fees. You can get signed in and get everything going, and it's real simple, you know, no, no issues. But uh, on traditional Medicare supplement. Uh, you have to buy uh, a supplement policy, and yeah. and then you have to also buy a separate Part D prescription policy, which and, is separate. Which is separate. And if you don't buy that policy at sixty five, and you forget or neglect to buy it, they they charge you a penalty every month that one percent per month 
if you go five years, you got to pay that one percent compound. It, it, you know, and that wow. goes for the rest. As long as you own Medicare, you got to pay that. It's retroactive to when you should have signed up, and so you're penalized from the day that you should have signed up for it if you didn't sign up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's that's your traditional Medicare, and a lot of people are opting to go with Medicare Advantage because it has everything in one deal. Yeah, they just want to take care of it all. All of it in one mm-hmm. one deal. And, well, you don't have and what's the difference between that, that Medicare package and um, United Healthcare? Well, they have that Medicare Advantage, and then also United Healthcare has the traditional Medicare supplement. And the Medicare, let me go further with the Medicare supplement. It has Part A, which is hospital, Part B, which is doctor, mm-hmm. you know, when you have to go see a doctor, checkup or an exam. And then it has the part D, which is the prescription drug. Mm-hmm. Um, your, your supplements will, you know, it's going to pick, it's going to pick up and pay what Medicare doesn't pay. So if you get a bill for a hundred dollars, Medicare is not going to pay that whole bill. They're going to only pay what they approve. Right. So the supplement will pay 20% of whatever Medicare approves. So you could be out of pocket, you know, because you need a supplement, and that's what a supplement comes in to do. Now, up until 20 this year, you could buy Plan F for a supplement, which covered all your excess costs. Oh, really? Yeah, it paid for the Part A costs. It paid for your excess Part B and all of that. Now, you still have to get your, your supplement Part D prescription plan on a traditional Medicare supplement, not with a Medicare Advantage, because that's all in one. Fran Tarkenton says, you get all the benefits you deserve, you know. Right, right. I see him on TV doing it. <laughs> and he really, but, you know, he sells that, and that's, that's true. selling point. Right. And a lot of, lots of people, um, they, you know, a lot of people don't want to do anything new, and they just want to go with traditional Medicare because you can go to any doctor you choose with Medicare uh, traditional where you have a supplement. If you go buy a supplement from Humana or you can buy a supplement as well from uh, United Healthcare, they sell both. They sell Medicare Advantage and Medicare. So one's supplement. not really better than the other, huh? Depends. If if you uh, some people just like you know back to the mask thing with the COVID, you know people don't want to they don't want to be told to wear masks. Well, some people don't want to be told that they have to go see certain doctors. And with a Medicare Advantage plan, or with either Humana or uh, uh, Blue Cross or or United Healthcare that you mentioned. That's a PPO. That's a list of doctors. You do have to work with, with, their, the, net, with their network within a network. But over to United Health. But if you get yeah. a supplement with supplement. United Health, and you can with traditional, go to anybody you want to, huh? That's with United Health, Mutual of Omaha. Any, in fact, you can pick any company that sells any Medicare doc, yeah. supplement because they don't call the shots. You know who calls the shots uh, on Medicare supplements oh. and Medicare advantages, for that matter, is Centers CMS. Centers for Medicaid and Medicaid Services, CMS. And that's that's in the code. They're talking about them a little bit about, you know, but they control all the the regulations. So insurance companies, when it comes to Medicare stuff, they have to do what the CMS tells them to do. Mm-hmm. So they 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 walk the line. The insurance companies, you can get, you being you, if we had the money, we could start a Medicare supplement company. But that we, easy, huh? You know, we, you know, if, we can be scrutinized, right. but then mm-hmm. once we're in, we can't. We have to do what CMS tell us to do. So it's, so it's a level regu- playing field. We're regulated by them. We're regulated by them, like Obamacare. Obamacare came in and regulated and said, "Okay, y'all got to do everybody the same way. Can't be no. 
well, he's got this. Well, we're going to cherry pick with this, and, and he's got that. He's so going to get better care than he's going right. to get. Yeah, o- Obamacare went, came in and called all that into account. Uh, certain people on the other side of the coin that's been trying to kill the law is the one that's they created the problems. Trying well, I to come why. in the back because of politics and, politics and, and political, know, and, yeah, just politics and and uh, you know we see it now with this COVID thing. You know, some of them don't want to extend people's unemployment. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just crazy. I mean, are you seeing an increase of people taking out insurance policies since COVID? Uh, you should be busy, I guess. I don't know. Well, you know, uh, the insurance companies pulled us out the field in March, uh, late March, April, and May. And so you of, can't go out in the field. Well, we can now, but they had uh, they restricted us up until like about mid June, about okay. June twentieth. Affected you guys just as well as it everybody affected else. Affected us about going to see people, so we have to do it by like the example I gave you earlier, the young man that I saved him from thirty six dollars to right. twenty six. You know, I'm I'm doing that all electronically over my computer, mm-hmm. and so we. So your office is wherever you take it. Yeah, I can I can uh, someone call me and say, um, you know, hey, I want you to I want to talk to you about some insurance about that whole life you're talking about mm-hmm. i can do it all by computer don't have to see them and the company will pick up at a certain point and call them and verify i can actually approve them i can find out whether they're approved on my computer okay and so once that happens for insurance for insurance so I, what what are you what kind of uh uh insurance that what are most people getting denied from you know they're applying for insurance and what things pop up that kind of like red flags uh, the main thing is they're going to ask the COVID question. They're doing that on everyone, Bobby. So they're going. They're, to, they're, so what is a COVID question? They're going to ask you, "Have you been tested?" They're going to ask you, "How how long was it ago that this test occurred? Was it within the past thirty days? You know, was it positive, negative? Uh, have you had any? Are you having symptoms? Have you had any? Do you know anybody that that you know that are that mm-hmm. is having symptoms? Right. Uh, and all of that. So they they, they so, go through that thoroughly, and, mm-hmm. and, and that's they won't give you the policy until that's completed. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're, uh, the turnover as far as it, the testing for COVID is quick enough? Because I know some people who, they don't get their results for another two to three weeks, man. That's a problem. Very, you that's a big, some very good pro- yeah, uh, questions, brother. Two yeah. to three weeks. That's an issue. It's on, it's on all the news networks, mm-hmm. and uh, they are trying to come up with a way to uh, to uh, bring that down, to uh, quicken that, make it shorter, mm-hmm. because it's kind of moot mm-hmm. if you wait three or four weeks to get your test results. Exactly. They say the companies that test that have laboratories, you can they can get mm-hmm. their test back pretty quick. Yeah. But the ones who don't, they got to send it off to somebody and right. wait. You got to wait and wait. And your test may come back uh, negative, you know. And But in the meanwhile, yeah. while you're waiting, if you're not quarantined, yeah. then you could catch it. Yeah. They, and that's, you know, the senator, uh, the congressman, someone that was kind of knocking all of that, you know, he just, that's what happened with him. And uh, uh, Gomez or some guy down in, down in Texas, but uh, yeah, that's an issue. They uh, and I, I really, Bobby, it's, it's sad that that it's gotten to be politicized like this. They need to let science scientists and medical people do what they do, and and mm-hmm. do what they're trained to do. You know, it's kind of like, you know, when it comes to uh, uh, music and 
and producing and writing mm-hmm. and dealing with music. You know, I'm sitting here listening to you because you, you know, I played music on the radio, but you wrote, you wrote it, you played yeah. it back to uh, Natalie Cole and different yeah. uh, professional musicians all across the country, all around the world, you know. So uh, I think we've gotten off, off track with this pop politic- politicizing, you know, this mm-hmm. COVID deal. And with, with, with the insurance issue, uh, I think it's changing the rates. The yeah. rates are going to change, uh, the risk selections, all of that. Yeah, I, I think we're yet to see how this is going to affect. And I would suggest people, as you 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 on point, to get your insurance. If you've had your test and you've got a negative test, go ahead and call your agent and say, hey, let's buy up some more coverage. You more know, coverage, right? Go get some more coverage locked in. Okay. Because that's, that's what you want to do. You don't want to wait until you can't get it and try to get it. Mm-hmm. So tell our listeners right now how they can reach you. You can reach uh, me, Jeremiah Hale, uh, uh, general agent at uh, J. Hale uh, Insurance. Uh, the number uh, is 918-289-8106. And I'm on the, the World Wide Web as www.jhale, that's H-A-L-E, insurance spelled out, I-N-S-U-R-A-N-C-E dot net, jhaleinsurance.net. And you can put that in Google and Google will get you there. Uh, go to my website and it's got a calculator on there. You can do your Obamacare estimate. Uh, you can do a life insurance quote. You could even uh, do an estimate for what the cost of a funeral service or cremation. There, Bobby, did you know there's aquamation coming out? That's a new way of cremation. Aquamation? With water. Hydrochloride. Explain uh, that one to me now. That's an interesting way. It's it's uh, people are preferring because it's you know the burn. I mean, uh, cremation is fire and heat, and uh, but this aquamation is a water process that uh, brings dissolves your body. The, the, brings the body to. In fact, it's better than cremation with fire. And so a lot of people is jumping at that. Oklahoma, that's true. never heard of it. Oklahoma before. is not a state that's uh, it's not outlawed here. But the only they're doing pets. They can you can do that with pets here. But Missouri, you can do it in Missouri. Uh, you can do it with it, humans in Missouri? You can, humans, they do it with humans in, in Minnesota, Missouri. Uh, and it's coming to Oklahoma, I'm sure, because uh, the uh, green burials and things like that, uh, and that's something that Riley and, and uh, Tim and Jax can definitely, you know, I'm sure they'll elaborate on that more. But aquamation is a very, very, uh, a lot of people are going that way in green burials. So what does it do? It just dissolves the body? Yes, uh, it, without the fire and the... the, the and the, turns it into liquid? Uh, turns it into a uh, ash, just like, a ash? The, like the traditional cremation, but it's done with liquid, with hydrochloride, droxide, or something like that. I can't Never heard of it. it. Uh, look it up, Google it, uh, aquamation. And uh, a lot of people in this 19 states has approved it. And so those are options sounds, that is a little bit more better. acceptable. People can deal with that better, uh, you know. Than the know, fire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just the faint thought of that. I mean, it's just, it even it says in the readings of it, you know, it's just less, you know, about the, I mean, the body is deceased, but, you know, it's something that's more acceptable because it's, wow. it's water instead of fire. Never heard of it, man. So that's happening. And, you know, you need insurance to, to, to afford if you, had to have that service and it wasn't here in Oklahoma, you got a $20,000 policy. Well, you know, you could still have a directive to say, hey, you know, this is enough money here to get that done in Missouri and and whatever. So, you know. Yeah, well, that sounds like, a, you know, a better way of um, 
It, it, it is. Yeah, a better there, way than putting it on fire. Absolutely. Because yeah, yeah. I, I said I wanted to get cremated. You know, that was the way Check I was that Aquamation out, brother. It's, Aquamation. It's, it's happening. It's out there in California. It's in uh, Minnesota. It's in Missouri. And I'm sure it's coming to Oklahoma. They already do the pets, so they... But that's an option, and uh, my insurance carriers have some of that on the website. That's where I got the information on some of the. Oh, that's insurance. where you got it from. Huh? Yeah, that, yeah, that's where. And I've read it and kind of stumbled across it and all the different things that I get. But one of the carriers that I use, Great Western, they deal with burials, and that that's they've got that out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's they anticipate it's going to be a highly acceptable and used form of uh, burial coming. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Going to take another little break. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show. Dial at number 646-716-5525. Jeremiah Hale is in the house, you guys. And uh, we're talking about insurance. A lot of great, knowledgeable information. So we're going to take a break, and we're going to be right back. What's up, y'all? This is Charlie Wilson, and you listen to 89.9 FM. Bobby Eaton Show. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Lester Trotman. It's Zab Trotman. From the group Zap. And when we in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we always listen to... Hi, this is David Pitcom from the Corpse Surface. And when I'm in Tulsa, I listen to KBOB 89.9 FM, where old school is the right class to be. Hello, Tulsa. This is Janetta Cole with Sunday Dinner and More by Janet, your weekend soul spot. Every Saturday and Sunday from 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. We're located 531 East Apache in the historic Apache Circle Center. Of course, during these times, it's carry-out only, but you can call 918-951-5143. That's Sunday Dinner and More by Janet. Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community? The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroot Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to The Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. Hey, y'all, this is Greg Robinson running for mayor of Tulsa. I'm glad to be at KBOB 89.9. Y'all make sure to support Black Radio and make sure to support the community by going out, registering to vote, and voting on August 25th. Visit Greg Robinson for Tulsa.com. Appreciate y'all. If your credit starts with a three, four, five, or six, 
this is for you. Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? You can't get qualified for that house or apartment and you're paying high interest rates, along with paying high car insurance, and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. Pick up the phone and call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. With 13 amazing services, we restore and repair generations to come. Once again, call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. If you know better, you do better. Only the Credit Shiro can help you to save the day. Yeah, you're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. Jeremiah Hale is in the house. Uh, we're having a great time right here. Uh, giving you news you can use, information for you. So that's what it's all about. How we doing, Jerry? Hey man, I'm 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 in I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm enjoying this, Bobby. This yeah. this, this is therapeutic, man. I mean it's just yeah. you can just let let your as they say, let your hair down. Yeah. You feel right at home, man. This this uh facility this building has been here for years and last time that i was here was years ago and i think there was a barber shop there's a barber shop next door and that's the barber shop everybody you got your hair cut over there didn't you i my dad or somebody brought me in here but you know <laughs> this was wasn't there a laundromat uh, no, this was this has been several businesses over here on this side. On this side, when Grandpa built this building, he put the barbershop on that side, mm-hmm. and then this side was vacant, and so it was for family. Wow! And you could open up a business, and so that's what it's been. Several businesses over here. It's been a boutique shop. A boutique. It's been yeah, a, a yeah. photography studio. I know it's been it's some been, businesses. It's in been here. some businesses that my uncles and relatives have opened up throughout the years, and we're still here. Man, you that's know. that's beautiful, and and this is what we're talking about: legacy. Yeah, you gotta pass that down. So I, I always encourage people: don't sell your property, don't mm. you know, pass it down. Yeah, yeah, to the next generation. So often that grandma's house got a hole in the roof, and you're looking at it like, ugh. And so you leave grandma's house, don't pay the taxes on it. It goes back to the city, and so they much. auction it off yeah. for. Pennies on a dollar. Pennies on a dollar. And uh, the other races come in and renovate it. Boom. Now that little $3,000 house has turned into a $30,000 house. Just like that. Just that fast. And they look at us and they shake their head. Yeah. And now we're paying $800 a month rent. Yeah. You know, for apartment. Yeah. You know. So we can we can we gotta we keep gonna, we gotta keep ours, man. We gonna do better, brother. Yeah, we gotta do better. This we need to highlight this because you know the story. A lot of people don't understand or know that the story here. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and you, it's a blessing and you were able to come back because see, if you were in a building somewhere, you'd be paying rent to somebody else. Yeah. Well, like, my dad allows me to be here. And, and, yeah. and but it's, it's mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we can't say enough about what this is, what's happening here. Now you put a radio station in here mm-hmm. that's reaching North Tulsa and, and reaching the world in terms of the worldwide web. Um, and, you know, I love what you're doing, man. I respect it. Uh, uh, Bobby, uh, this is just the beginning. Uh, I believe that, you know, the God's going to use you, man, to get this. It's even going to be greater. I mean, yeah. there's going to be more of a footprint in this city because you're saying something that needs to be said, as you said the other day. There is no communication, you know, and that's a biblical thing. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I do the ministry thing mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, the uh, the Bible it talks about that where it's quiet, mm-hmm. where the people is quiet. And right. there is no, you know, it's a, where there is no vision, the people perish. That's true. And and so this is a vision. Well, and, thank you, man. I really appreciate that. You know what I mean? And it's always a pleasure. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. I think we got somebody wanting to talk to you, man, or okay. say something, man. We're going to do that right now. Let's see what we got right here. Here it goes, 918-939, you're on the Bobby Eaton Show. Hello. Hello. I can't hardly hear you. Are you on a speakerphone? You must be on a speakerphone or something. This is the Bobby Eaton Show. Maybe they don't want to talk. I heard some noise in the back. Yeah, I did too. Right there. Okay. Well. And again, you know, they can call 918-289-8106 later, tomorrow, whatever, but yeah, we we're here to answer your questions, you know. Um, yeah, we can we can we can do that. So, you know, um if you press that one button when you call in, I'm going to see you right here on this computer. You're on the air. Yeah, you're on the air right that, there. I'm going if I click on you, you're going to be right there. And we want you to, you know, be right there. Well, they out there. Yeah, and they are out there. So we just want you to be there. So hey, you on the Bobby Eaton show? Jeremiah Hill. Yes. With yes. uh talking about insurance and stuff like that. So is it hard and difficult for large families to get insurance? That's then I you, mean, say you, you got a, a family of six to eight people, man, and they need insurance. Is well, that hard, man? Not at all. As a matter of fact, in my little portfolio, uh, I just I was out here working with some people. And you can see on this, um, you see where it says CVS? That's Aetna. Aetna just Aetna. bought out CVS. Okay. And they it's all one big company. But uh, to answer your question, uh, CVS has a new family plan. Uh, it's CVS Insurance, same place you go get your medicine. And Aetna owns that. And uh, now they've got a deal on their whole life policies where you can add your children, your grandchildren, your step-grandchildren. Oh, you can add everybody, huh? You can add all of them on one policy with the senior or the person. Grandmother can do it or, you know, a lot of grandmothers. Is it costly? Not costly at all. As a matter of fact, very, very reasonable, very affordable, very affordable. That's that's what CVS. So a couple of family members could go in and just pay for the policy every month, huh? They could work it out. Work if they could work it out like that. Get that all worked out and get that policy paid for, and um, the children will be covered up until age twenty-five, and then at that point, you know, they could go ahead and move into their own individual whole life Mm -hmm. policy Mm -hmm. or whatever they want to do. But uh, yes, to answer that, yes, and CVS is a, a recognized name. That's what we try to do at our agency is stay with the, the names that people know. Like you mentioned, Humana, we, we got them. 
uh, United Healthcare, Blue Cross and Blue Shield, uh, uh, Community Care, good companies, good people. And they care about community. They care about North Tulsa. They, okay. I mean, there are people okay. that's, that's in, uh, yes, I know it's a big glass building downtown, and I've been up in conference room and, and meetings, but they care about this community, man. They, they're, you know, they really do. They, oh, okay. they, they care yeah. about people. They want to see the better outcomes with health, uh, global, global in Oklahoma City. Uh, they have uh, an office uh, on South Yale, um, uh, Nancy, that's running global. She's got a sister working for her. Uh, in her office, and in, in black Nancy, lady, right? Yeah, yes, uh, Nancy is a white lady, but the sister is. She's got a, a sister just hired her, and I uh, and you know Bob uh, out at the Promenade Mall, the enrollment center. When you walk in and go past El Chico and look to the right, the enrollment center. That's who I'm affiliated with, and he's got. I mean, we got them all, mm-hmm. and I'm a managing GA, so I have agents under me that I, I do Lincoln name, Heritage. Yeah, name, name some of those uh, agents that work up under you. Uh, Mark, uh, Mark, my partner at 41st Domingo, he works with me through uh, Lincoln Heritage, and uh, so, uh, with Jax with uh, Security National Life. Jax is an affiliated company with Security National Life, which is a national company, publicly traded. Jax and Moore's, if it's Southside Moore's. Those are the two, and they chose the two main funeral homes in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Big company like Security National Life, um, very, very, uh, you know, solid company, and and so that's who Jacks used to underwrite their pre-need policies, uh, Riley and uh, and Tim. So, you know, this is these are solid, reputable companies that uh, are A-rated, A plus. You know, have a top rating. I mean, CVS. I mean, you passed them. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, CVS, CV, yeah, yeah. So it's it's this is not no, you know, fly we fly by night situation. No, it's no, no, no. That's that's no. We're not trying to do that. We, my motto is, I won't. If I won't buy it for me, I'm not going to show it to you. <laughs> that's that's the way I see it, Bobby. If I that's don't a, like the policy, that's the way to put it, huh? Yes, sir. If I, if it doesn't amuse me to buy it, then I'm not going to offer it uh, to the market. It's it's never going to. I'm not going to show it. <laughs> You know, I just write what I think that, you know, the ones that I think that's going to, that I would buy, you know, that I think that's a good value for the people. And uh, and there's a new benefit in policies called accelerated benefit. And that's on that CVS policy and several that we write. Where accelerated benefit. benefit. The death Which benefit, means? that's the face amount that they say, if you buy a $10,000 death benefit, they, they call that a living benefit. You don't have to die to get something out of your life insurance policy. And that accelerated benefit means that if you come down with cancer or some bad disease several years after mm-hmm. you've had your policy, you can request the company to accelerate your benefit. They'll start paying you half of that policy in, in a cash lump sum mm-hmm. or de- debit out in monthly payments, however you want to do it. Mm-hmm. And they will still leave a little bit for your burial. You can accelerate your policy and get money to help you live, kind of like with COVID, mm-hmm. getting that extra stimulus money. Mm-hmm. So your policy can do more than just bury you. You know, it can help you while you're alive. So there's there's a lot of reasons to be making the monthly payments on that policy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, if it's 20, 30, 40 a month, go on and make that payment. Make it. Make the just payment. Just do it. Huh? How do you say it's better to leave, a, leave your family in a, a, a legacy than to leave them in a lurch? You know, you know, I mean, you know, why leave a bill when you can create a will? <laughs> and it's best to write out a will, isn't it? Yes, it is. And they're you easy know, to do. You can do it online. Yeah, you can do it on write out a will. Yeah. It's, it's, because it, when you when you leave this planet and you don't have nothing to find, it can cause confusion amongst your family. 
cause confusion. Mm-hmm. It's a bad time. It's unfortunate that it and it pops up at that time. Mm-hmm. Have you had to deal with any of that? Oh yes, and it's 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 not good. You know, not much because most I deal with Transamerica on life. I deal with CVS, Aetna. Uh, uh, I deal with Cigna. Uh, I got Cigna. You got, got all of them. Huh? I've got good solid companies, and they pay the claims. In fact, Transamerica. Uh, they're so good at their deal that it, it brings tears to the eyes when you're on the phone with them on a three-way call with the mm-hmm. person, the claimant that, you know, the wife, the husband passed away. And when I get the, them on the phone with Transamerica, they're so kind and how they have words that I think they've been trained by psychologists to know how to use the right words. To help people, right? To help people and they understand, get, and, huh? and understand. They show that, hey, we understand. We appreciate that you've chosen us. And they go to work and they get that money out to the people. And that's what it's all about. I, I, I'm telling you, it's Make, making somebody feel comfortable, you know, make them feel comfortable that yeah. they're not alone. I had a lady over on the other side of, uh, of uh, well, just off of Highway 75, uh, a little town off in there, another side of Glenpool. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a little name, but but I remember her. And, you know, that's real vivid. You know, when uh, I wrote them him and her policy. Mm hmm. And uh, he passed away, and it was right around uh, after Thanksgiving. And uh, it was Transamerica, and we was working everything. And when we got the claim to her, she said, oh, you know, this is her husband that she'd been married to for years. You know, I'm talking about 30, 40, 50 years. Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, this is just in time enough for Christmas. Her husband's gone. Wow. And it was right after Thanksgiving that he died. So she got a check somewhere around the first week of December. She said, oh, this is, I can have a Christmas. And the way she said it, man, it just gets you, it just, you know, it makes you really. I can see that. Yeah. It makes you think, it makes you feel good about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But you're helping someone. You're helping people. And that's what this is about. So I just tell people, get all the negative stuff out. You know, the late Maurice Jackson said this. He said, you know, let's do something positive. Maurice, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just just think positive and think that, hey, this is about not only me, but it's about the loved ones. It's about other people. You know, mm-hmm. it's about just doing what, you know, doing the right thing, mm-hmm. doing what you need to do. Get get all the all the junk out of there. You know, you don't need it's enough of that without. Yeah. You don't yeah. need no help on that. No, we got cre- enough junk. And yeah. Enough, yeah. Yeah. You know, don't create you don't create your stuff. Just, you know, keep it positive. And, and say, hey, this is something we need to do, and just do it. How they say on the commercial, just take care of it. <laughs> just take care of just it. Just take care of it. Wow, and that's what we need to do. We need to take care of some insurance yes. and making sure everything's in place, you know, because it's serious, especially mm-hmm. with this COVID going on nowadays. Yes. Uh, you never know. You know, you're going to need that insurance yes. to just take care of business, man. How long do you think... Um, it's going to be, man, with this COVID. Do you, you got a little estimate in your mind? Some people say, well, it's going to be the rest of the year, or we're not going to be able till next year, and, you know, six more months, three more months, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah you hear a know. lot of different things all over the road. I hear on a that. lot yeah. of different conversations about, you know, I think life as we once knew it, it's never going to be. It's never going to yes, be the man. same. Yeah, we have a new normal for sure. Yeah, this is a new normal, yeah, yeah. and especially the babies and the kids who are coming up right now, they'll never know that life that we knew. 
Well, that's I'm a great grandfather, Bobby. Yeah, I'm yeah. great grandfather. I'm a great grandpa, thank God. <laughs> and uh, that mm-hmm. tears me up when I think about them two boys, you know, and them other great grandsons. I've got I've got one son, Jermaine. Uh huh. And uh, but I've got five. I believe it's five uh, grandsons. Bless you. Five, uh, two great grandsons, and uh, yeah, Jerry on, and, and uh, 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 Major, and uh, 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 wow, man! And uh, then I've got Junior. Your, and, your, your grandkids got kids, huh? Yeah, man, my my granddaughter Mardasha. She got kids, huh? <laughs> she got two boys. And, wow! Uh, so they, that makes me great grandpa, and it really it gets real, and it, you really think about legacy. You think about you know the footprint, what you what you what, yeah. what you're putting down, man. Yeah. You think about that. You, yeah, think, you think about, about all that. You know, yeah. when you got grandkids. Yeah. You know, I got grandkids too as well, and yes. Yes. it's like, wow, man, time brings about a change. Yeah. And yeah. as we age, they grow, so we got to put that information into them. Yeah. To the yes. young people. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I deal with a lot of young people. You know, because yeah. they need to be educated. Yeah. You know, you can't go to war without your generals. That's right. That's you right. Gotta have generals you gotta have war. Them. You gotta have them. You know, and uh we need they, we got the wisdom. They got yeah. the energy. They got the energy. Boy, yeah. they got the energy. The scriptures say God called the young men because they're strong. Mm-hmm. And that's true. And, and they that's have, a very and they good have way the, to put they it. have the strength. Yeah. They have the strength and, and if we could just get that vision, that understanding and and work, you know. Work that, and, and like you said, I like what you said, Bobby. Give the young people their space to be who they are, because they this are. is a different generation. Right. Our generation, man, when I was doing radio, this is different. You know, yeah. I mean, we, the albums and putting the stylus on there and the car yeah, a whole different animal, Everything man. was uh, com- mechanical, like WJRP. You know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was all there, man. Yeah. But uh, this different is, now. It's different now, and we can't browbeat them. And some of my pastor friends, you know, I, I mean, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta embrace them. We gotta and, embrace because them. what I'm finding out, a lot of young people just need love. That's all. You know, because if that, they haven't been taught how to be loved, you yes. then they don't know what love is all about. You know, and it's kind of hard and when you don't, when you don't know. And you what don't a lot know of them is crying out for. They're crying They're out crying. for that, that, that affirmation. Yeah. yeah. And and that that's like you know, I was thinking about my my grandson and. You know, one of them, I said, well, you know, I need to get to, speaking of, you know, the barbershop. I haven't been in a while. I've been trying to stay out of them, you uh-huh, know, because yeah. I'm kind of, you know, but it's kind of. COVID. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, uh, my nephew, he's he's a barber, and I think he's got a way he's doing things or whatever. But, you know, I, I need to spend some, some time with him, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was saying that, you know, we need to get you on a football team and do some get things him like that. Stuff, get him yeah. active and you know, and, and spend some time like that, figure out ways to do it. So, you know, it, it's, it's tough out here, man. You got to, you is. know, you got to pay your bills and, and make your mortgage payment. And, and it gets tough in that, you know, that old booger man, uh, he get out of him, mellow with you and try to, you know, you know, spit and kick and, and kick and kick you down and try to roadblock you. But you got to keep, you got to get back up. Say, hey, got to keep, keep it moving. Got to keep it moving and keep smiling, man. And, Go on and do this thing right and, and try to set an example, set it down like you're doing with young people. I like what you said, that, you know, God showed you that, hey, you need to let them work with them mm-hmm. and not criticize them. 
Right, don't beat them up, man. Don't beat them good, down. There's some good young people out here. And, uh, you know, and it's, and it's so often that the elders and seniors are always saying, oh, man, they doing this, they doing that, and they put them down. Yeah, you know? put them down, you and, know, you know, and, you this and that and the other. And, yeah. and really, we was just, we had our same, stuff going, same, same stuff. Song. It was just different. Yeah, same you know? song. We I did mean, our stuff, too. Oh, man, come mm-hmm. on. I, that, you know. Yeah, we will we will let leave that up under the you know, right. up under the blood. Yeah, right. So I mean, Jesus name. Don't pass no judgment on people, especially right. our young productive people. That's yeah, right. Some of them trying to get it. They trying. They trying to get, to get it. it. And they some of them have been raised in single parent families and right, stuff like right. that, and they don't have the that's part of structure of that male figure in the household. Right. So their mom's doing the best they can, working, going to school, yeah. and trying to have a better life for her and her children. And, you know, we need to just step up and embrace them, give them some education, do some mentorship programs for especially young men. You know, we got to step step up with our young men and get them engaged and involved. Get them off the PlayStation and the Xboxes and stuff. Yeah, get them into some more. Yeah, more some active, other stuff. Yeah, some other things that's going to challenge the, their, their thinking, their brain. And, mm-hmm. and that's what uh, I was reading uh, Carter mm-hmm. G. Woodson. Uh, you know, you and I were talking about that. Mm-hmm. that I pulled pull that book back out, Miss Education of the Negro. And that's what he was talking about. Yeah. That education, you know, making one think, knowing mm-hmm. how to think. Think. Th- take, yeah, that's what, that's what education should do is cause you to think, be a thinker. That's you right, know, and and uh, but that's, that's what it's about. That's amazing, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Bobby, I tell you, man, people, mm-hmm. yeah, you people, know, yeah, people. Uh, yeah. It's time that we we take an ear, man, and be on purpose. That's right. You know, to, to do that with the uh, and I'll say this, if I may, uh, the, the sisters that hit me when you said that because there are mothers out here that I've insured on Obamacare that had cancer. Yeah, man. Trying to take care of working and with cancer, man. Trying to take care of their family. And thank God that, that Obama put that that in package in there so they could get the insurance. And she was blessed when we came back with the paperwork. It said mm-hmm. your premiums, I think she was only paying right. 7 $8 a month. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she was able to get her treatments. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But there's sisters out here in that situation. Mm-hmm. Okay, man. Hey, man, it's been fantastic. We're coming down to the left. We're going to have to get back in here and do it again. I love it, Jerry, man. Jerry Hell, <laughs> J. Hell Insurance, you guys. You know, check him out on Facebook and get with him and stuff Jeremiah like that. Hill on Facebook. Jeremiah, Jeremiah Hill. J-E-R-E-M-I-A-H. Yeah. H-A-L-E. That's hey. good. Hey, man, thank you for coming out, thank man. You, and I, thank you, Bobby. Thank you, I'll get you back here. We've had a great show. And, uh, all right. Okay. You've been on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. And uh, I want to thank Jeremiah Hill for coming here and uh, talking about all the various topics, especially that insurance. So you guys get with Jeremiah and get that information that we need. And, you know, just make it make it do what it do. That's what I'm talking about. Make it just do what it do. All right. Until the next time, have a good one.
No, no, no. 